What up, world? It's your past first point guard and Trailblazers reporter, Mike Richmond, and you are listening to another episode of Locked On Blazers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, available wherever you get podcasts and also on YouTube. Thanks for making the show your first listen every day. Coming at you five days a week, available every single weekday, free on all platforms. So make it a part of your daily routine and make it your first listen. It's Locked On Blazers, your team every day. Oof. Blazers lose a game tonight to the Denver Nuggets, 121-120, and that oof that you heard from me is because this one was a gut punch. Like, they played really well, and they got a wonderful game from Damian Lillard. They got probably Yusuf Nurkic's best game of the season. They built a big lead at home against a good team. They were, you know, weathering the storm and had a position to win. Damon Lord was acing three-pointers in the final two and a half minutes to give his team, to make sure his team had a chance. It was a play, I would say, playoff atmosphere, playoff intensity type game in December. Just a really entertaining game that you want to come out on the right side of. And they don't. Jamal Murray splashes a late three-pointer. Blazers don't get a shot off in the final 0.9 seconds, and that's your ball game. Dang it. Let's get into all of it. We'll do the fastest recap in the West. Um, I want to talk about what went wrong. There was a stretch to open the fourth quarter. that That's why the Blazers lost the game. A lot went wrong in the final, I don't know, 30, 10 seconds, 9.3 seconds, but... And we'll, we'll touch on that later in the show as well. But there was a stretch in the fourth quarter that I think cost them the game. That's what I want to talk about in the second segment. But And then we'll close the show, talk about Chauncey Billups, who was pissed after the game. As mad as I've seen him all year long, um, I think that's a good thing, but it's also a telling thing um, about about the coach, about this team, and everything everything surrounding the Trailblazers. So we will get into all of that, but first, let's do what we do. Fastest recap in the West. The Blazers lose this game 121-120. Portland led by Six at, at the end of the first quarter. They had by they led by one at halftime. Damon Lord was just two for six in the first half. He had eight points and nine assists. He was diamond it up, but his his shot wasn't falling. But he was probing the defense. Nine nine assists in the first half. He was really good setting the table because Yusuf Nurkic had twelve. Jeremy Grant had twelve. Josh Hart had ten. Like they he was finding the others and making it happen and and taking what the defense give him and kind of reading what Denver was going to give him because he was about to go nuts. Nikola Jokic twenty at halftime. He had a big night and he started early third quarter Damian Loder ups for 18 he's 18 in the third quarter he goes six of 11 from deep from the field five of nine from deep this was a this was like just a classic Dame night where it's he starts saying what are they, what how are they guarding th- this how are they guarding pick and rolls how are they guarding me how are they guarding off the ball sees everything the defense is doing and says okay now it's time go you know, five threes in the quarter, 18 points. The Blazers lead 99-89 heading in the fourth quarter, up 10. Just a fantastic third quarter. Really, really competitive game. But the Blazers have themselves a, a not like 10 isn't comfortable, but it's a lead. It's a double-digit lead against a good team. You got to hold on to it, and they don't. Uh, when Drew Eubanks, yes, Drew Eubanks, hits a three-pointer with 9.53 remaining in the game. The Blazers are up 11. Up 11, under 10 minutes to go, and then over the next two and a half minutes, three minutes, the lead evaporates. Chauncey Bobes calls a timeout with seven minutes left. The Blazers are just up by one, and then all of a sudden, it turns into a free-for-all. In the final six minutes and 33 seconds of this game, there were 15 lead changes. 15 lead changes in the final six minutes and 33 seconds. Every scoring possession, that's either field goal or trips to the free throw line, every scoring possession, the lead changed hands over the final six minutes and 33 seconds. 15. 
It was a wild back and forth night, including the final two and a half minutes. Damian Lillard hits a three pointer with with uh, with two thirty three left, puts the Blazers up one. Damian Lillard hits a long two from the left side. Heels on the three point line wasn't close, but heels on the three point line as he steps back again. Blazers up one with a minute fifty three. Twenty seconds later, after a Nuggets score, Dame a three from the right side. A minute thirty three. Blazers up one again. Then, perhaps the biggest sequence of the game. A minute 14 seconds left. Jokic gets himself in the post. Physical as heck, trying to barrel in there. But he's going up against the Bosnian beast. And Yusuf Nurkic, who's playing probably his best game of the season, stonewalls him. Blocks him in one-on-one contesting defense. Jokic turns to shoot. Nurkic is right there to contest. Block cleanly. Start a fast break. The Blazers get out on the break. It's Josh Hart. Anthony Simons in a two-on-one situation. Hart to Simons, back to Hart. And Josh Hart slips. Ball goes back to Denver. What would have been the first first of anyone to get up by, you know, to, to have a multiple possession scoring and increasing their lead. Hart falls out of bounds. The Nuggets score and the Blazers have to get an, get a bucket again now with under a minute to go. And they finally do. Anthony Simons hits a little pull-up floater jumper in the lane with 28.6 seconds left. The Nuggets answer again. It's what they do. Jamal Murray's been great. He has 14 in the fourth quarter. He's been cooking, and they they're in trouble. But it, but they're not really in trouble because they have the letter O. Damian Lillard puts the team on his back. He's been doing it at this point. Uh, <laughs> at this point, he had he had uh, 14 in that 18 in the in the third quarter. He's 14 in the fourth. Right. He's got 11 here already in this quarter. Like he come he came back in with seven minutes left, and he has scored 11 points in the final seven minutes. Make it 14. Damian Lord gets himself free on the right-hand side and hits a deep step-back three. Stone face, taps his wrist. Blazers need one stop with nine seconds left. They have a foul to give. They don't use it. Not great. <laughs> More on that in a moment. But they don't use it. Jamal Murray gets to his... They 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 get the switch they want. Uh, in fact, the Blazers fight to keep Jamal, to keep Jeremy Grant on him. They hunt the switch they want, rather. Jeremy Grant stays on him. Jamal Murray, cook, cook, cook. He's already got 11 in the quarter. He's, he's feeling it. He's found his rhythm. Step back, left-hand side, behind the three-point line in a two-point game. Bang. Bang, bang, bang. 0.9 seconds left. Nuggets take a one-point lead. Blazers have one last-ditch effort with 0.9 remaining, and they turn the ball over on their final inbounds play, and that's your ball game. No shot attempts in the final in 0.9 seconds. That's it, 121-120. That's your fastest recap in the West. An absolutely vintage Damian Lillard night. 40 points, 12 assists, uh, one turnover. 40 points, 12 assists, one turnover in 37 minutes, 12 of 22 from the floor, 9 of 17 from the three-point line, 7 of 7 at the stripe. Yusuf Nurkic, probably his best game of the year. Um, the, he, he was really good against the Rockets, but this is a higher-level competition. Uh, 21 points, 9 boards, 2 assists, 2 steals, 3 blocks. He was so good. Jeremy Grant, really hot early, cooled down late. He finished with 18. Uh, Josh Hart had 12, but 10 of those were in the first quarter, and a really bad... Anthony Simons night, six points on three of 12 shooting. He was two of 11 from the floor um, when he made that bucket with under 30 seconds left. Just a bad ant night. He was bad. He was bad on defense, bad on offense. It happens. He was bad. Uh, on the other side, uh, Nikola Jokic, 33, 10 boards, nine assists. Aaron Gordon had 20. Jamal Murray, 21, 14 in the fourth quarter. Bones Highland, 13 off the bench for the Nuggets. Okay, let's talk about this final <laughs> these these final seconds um, a little bit. We're gonna close the show. I want to talk about talk about this more, but let's talk about these. 
in the final moments, Jamal Murray and they were just doing what they do. Jokic, Jokic Murray two-man game. And I thought Murray had a fading baseline two-pointer that he hit with about a, with about a minute left. That's like, man, that's a tough shot. He hit another, th- he hit the three, the game winner. It was like, again, a tough shot. Chauncey Bulls was really mad about that shot because they, he didn't want to give up a three. But to me, this is sort of just a make or miss league. Um, the, the, the thing here for me is the Blazers had a foul to give. And as soon as Murray gets into his, I'm going to cook, I'm going to shoot. Jeremy Grant just needs to go after him and foul him. Just needs to go foul him. Go grab him, reset the defense, make it hard again. Like make them have to inbound the ball and get a shot up again. That's that's coaching. The defense is Jeremy Grant. The shot making is Jamal Murray. Mostly players play. It's a players league. Mostly players play. But not taking a foul seems like a mistake on Chauncey Billups's part. You got to. You need to. They need to know um, to to. They need to know that they have a foul to give. They need to know that if if the if he puts the ball on the floor with under, you know under seven, you got the clock in your head. He gets the ball in with nine point three. He said, "Okay, one." If he puts the ball on the floor again, I'm going to foul. If he puts the ball on the floor a second time, I'm definitely going to foul. You know, he took three, four dribbles um, trying to cross Jeremy Grant up and getting space, and he did. Like um, Jamal Murray was bad in this game until he was very good. You got a foul there. That's. I, I, I think that's that's the issue. I do not think the Blazers lost this game in the final two minutes. Damian Lord was... Like, the problem with this game is you spoil a, a vintage Damian Lord night. 32 in the second half. Just absolutely just... Just phenomenal. Just phenomenal. Like, it, it, he was having one of those shot-making runs where the shots are so difficult and you know they're going in. He's, you know, loading up into a step back to, to his uh, to his right hand. You know it's going in. Leaning, falling, little bit of space, cash. He's, he's darting to the left side again, leaning, falling back. You know it's going to go in. Like, he was on one of those runs like only he can. Like, I mean, maybe a few others in the world, but like very few on earth can get hot like Dame can. And it was just a truly special night. And they, and they, they wasted it with with a tough loss. Um, Nurk was great, and it's a tough loss. Like the, every game that comes down to these uh, to a, to a shot of the buzzer, like it's just some of his bad luck. Every time it's just a terrible shooting night. If he has like a normal bad night, as opposed to maybe his worst shooting night of the year, one of his worst shooting nights of the year, like three of twelve, like. His, he just goes literally four of 12 We're talking one shot in, in in the third quarter one shot to open the fourth you know and you're you're in a little better shape like just a brutal just a just a brutal night for Mance. um you know he, he had he had four turnovers and five assists in this game but he had five assists in the first half the ball wasn't moving the same way also Damon Lowe just dominated the offense in the second half so that it wasn't it wasn't going to be the type of special special ball movement that the Blazers had in the first half they had 30 assists um they were they were really cooking but like down the stretch it was Let's let Dame cook, and he did. They hunted Jamal Murray on defense. They would bring Josh Hart and get screens, and they went and got him. And Dame was great, and they just they just lost. But they, I don't. For my money, they didn't lose this game in the final two and a half minutes. They lost it in the opening five minutes of the fourth quarter. Let's talk about that in the second segment. But first, I want to tell you that today's episode is brought to you by Masterclass. With Masterclass, you can learn from the world's best artists, icons, and leaders anytime, anywhere, and at your own pace. You can learn songwriting from John Legend. You can improve your storytelling skills with instruction from Neil Gaiman. And you can learn how, you can learn business strategy from Bob Iger. 
with over 180 classes from a range of world-class instructors, that thing you've always wanted to do is closer than you think. Uh, Masterclass is affordable. It starts at just 15 bucks a month. And what I like about it is the lessons are like 10 or 15 minutes. You can you can start to learn. It, it's not a massive time commitment. You take a little piece of, of a knowledge from an expert and come back and get it when you need it. It's easy to sort of stop and start in the middle of things because life gets in the way. You know it's busy. If you're trying to sort of further educate yourself using Masterclass, they make it easy to do so. Um, it's not necessary to sit down and consume a full class start to finish, right? Like, like I said, you can learn what you need to in just 10 minutes. I highly recommend you check it out. It's a per- perfect holiday gift. You can uh, you can give someone in your life a annual masterclass membership and get one free. How about that? You give one, you get one. That's why it's it's that's why you should take advantage of this offer. Go to masterclass.com slash locked on today. That's masterclass.com slash locked on terms and conditions apply. Today's show is also brought to you by LinkedIn. These days, every new hire can feel like a high-stakes wager for your small business. You want to be 100 percent certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn jobs helps you find the right people people for your team faster and for free. They got simple tools like screening questions, which make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience. So you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and who you'd like to hire. LinkedIn jobs helps you find qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on MBA. That's linkedin.com slash locked on MBA to post your job for free terms and conditions apply. All right. Blazers lose this game in the final two minutes because they couldn't get a stop. Damian Lillard was going nuts. Hits a three with two and a half minutes left. Hits a three just under under two minutes left. Hits a three with a minute and a half left. Hits another one with 10 seconds left. Uh, he assisted the Dame bucket. Like, it, he was great. They didn't lose this game in the final three minutes. They lost this game to open the fourth quarter. This is becoming a trend for the Blazers where they struggled to open fourth quarters with Damian Lillard on the bench. So here you go. Up 10, entering the fourth quarter. Anthony Simons, Justice Winslow, Shaden Sharp, Jeremy Grant, Drew Eubanks. That's your five on the floor. Nikola Jokic is sitting. On the year... The Nuggets have been outscored by 144 points in the 480 minutes that that Jokic sits. On average, they get outscored by six minutes every single game when he sits. They lose the Jokic minutes every single night. They lose the Jokic minutes every single night. Tonight with Nikola Jokic on the bench. Played 34 minutes and 21 seconds. He sat for 14 minutes. They were out the Blazers were outscored by nine. That's your ball game. And in these five minutes, the Blazers go into the go into the quarter up 10. They have an 11-point lead with seven minutes and 53 seconds left when, when uh, Drew Eubanks splashes a top of the key three-pointer. Yes, Drew Eubanks. I'm as surprised as you are. Uh, Blazers center splashing threes. Splashing threes. They're up 11 with 7 minutes and 53 seconds left. Over the over the next 2 minutes and 44 seconds left, the Blazers lose this basketball game. They lose this basketball game. They give up a 12-2 run. Chauncey Billups takes a timeout with 7 minutes and 9 seconds left. And all of a sudden, it's a ball game. And then you get to that wild final 6.5 minutes where there's 15 lead changes in the final 6.5 minutes. And it's just like, 
it's going to be Jamal Murray. It's going to be Nikola Jokic. And it's going to be Damian Lillard on the other side. And 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 who who is going to win? Right? Like that. That's that's the difference in this one. Um, you know, it's <laughs> it is becoming a thing that the Blazers struggle in these minutes. And typically it would be, I would say like, well, you got to have, you know, you got to get your, play, your, you know, who plays matters. But Ant and Jeremy Grant are on the court in these minutes. You know, Shaden Sharp is, is, is a rookie and, and he's, he's has up and down minutes and he doesn't have sort of that takeover mode yet. Justice Winslow is an interesting and intriguing passer and defender, but he doesn't get, he doesn't get that command, that respect on, on offense. Drew Eubanks a really good screener and has a really nice touch around the paints, but like he's, you know, you can't throw the ball to him and kind of change the look. So it's just a lot of Jeremy Grant and Anthony Simons two-man game, or it's like you go, I go with, with Ant running pick and rolls or Jeremy Grant getting um, tough post touches. You gotta you gotta figure out how to win those minutes. Chauncey Billups mentioned after the game that he was he was he was frustrated that again it happened again. We did it again. But like you know, Drew Eubanks misses a, a gets a pretty open just inside the free throw line push floater brick. Uh, then Anthony Simons gets called for an offensive foul. Then Jeremy Grant takes a really tough fifteen foot fadeaway. Then Jeremy Grant misses a long two pull up, and then in transition. Ant Bricks a runner. Those are your offensive possessions. Those are too hard. Like Eubanks, a one-handed push floater. He's capable of that. He has really good touch inside 15 feet, and he was wide the hell open. But you know, I think teams are going to live with Drew Eubanks taking a, a taking a push shot from 14 feet. Not a not a money one. Jeremy Grant's been great this year, but his numbers in isolation are not, they're not as good as his numbers as a spot-up shooter. When you just throw him the ball and say, go cook on these type of lineups, he's not as lethal. He's better as, he's been better as a spot-up guy. He's been better as, you know, he's he's certainly at his moments. I'm not, Jeremy Grant's been great this year and he was good in this game, but you're, you're not getting the most out of him if you're just giving him pinch post and mid post touches. Like that's, that's not, it's not ideal. And like, Shaden Sharp and Amphrey Simons in the backcourt is just it, it, they're it's just going to be hard to get consistent stops. I think Shaden Sharp profiles as someone who's going to be a good defender in the future. He's bad right now, the way teenagers are bad on defense. And has been mostly bad this year on defense, although he's taken some steps forward. I would say over his overall body of work is not great. So if you're not getting easy shots on offense and you have a pretty poor defensive lineup in there on defense, it's just the makings of of trouble. You know, it's the makings of trouble. Jamal Murray gets gets a layup off an offensive rebound. Jamal Murray hits a step back three. Again, another offensive rebound for the Nuggets and Bones Highland hits a three. Uh, then they um, then they, they get the other way. Jamal Murray's feeling it now. This is after an Amphrey Simons kind of semi-transition layup and Jamal Murray hits is another three. This is him getting his rhythm and you call a timeout. It happened quick. It was two minutes and 44 seconds, 12-2. Very quickly, four offensive possessions for the Blazers. Eubanks missed one. Uh, Jeremy Grant misses two, or excuse me, five. Eubanks misses one. Jeremy Grant misses two. An ant turnover, an ant miss layup. It's, it's just, it's, it, it's, sometimes it's, it's, it happens so fast that by the time you let it slip away, it's a problem. Like you want to, you maybe want to see Chauncey Phillips take a timeout at some point in here. You know, when they cut it to five at like the eight forty mark. Okay, cool. Three minutes. We blew it. Um, but you know, but they don't like, 
he chooses he chooses not to it's um it's tough like it's 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 one Jeremy Grant it's a, a Jeremy Grant jumper and a bunch of Jamal Murray jumpers and that's it and and they don't score the Blazers don't score in there otherwise it's this is going to be the thing that defines their season often because Dame has been really special and the numbers suggest that when Dame has been on the court this year this is an elite offensive team they've been killing teams their net rating with Dame on the court has been awesome he's been really good he sets up everyone else on the offense this is the Dameless minutes thing I think I've tracked for a long time in this podcast space is like how the Blazers perform with Dame on the bench tonight for five minutes this is where the game got out of got out of hand this is where this is where the game just slipped away from them and some of it is like you, you know, if you had different parts, you know, maybe you get GP in the second unit a little bit and you have better, you have better defensive playmaking. You can get out and run a little bit more. Um, maybe this is just like one of those nights where Ant didn't have it. And so the offense stunk in the minutes where Ant was leading the offense because he didn't have it. And that's just kind of unlucky, but it's becoming a thing that the first five minutes of the fourth quarter are a mess. And then you're scrambling to get Dame back in the game and scrambling to win games. They've done it. You know, they did it against Utah where it was like, uh Oh, they're going to lose. And then, uh Oh, they're going to win. Or they they did win, you know, made, made the plays down the stretch when it mattered, but double digit lead, you got to figure out a way to be, to hold on to some of that. So when Jokic comes back in, two-time MVP and you get to run those Jokic Murray two-man games and it's just much more dangerous that it's they have a little more hill to climb Blazers just surrendered the hill they surrendered their advantage and that was the, that was it you lose the Jokic minutes by nine points against this Nuggets team this year minus 144 with with Jokic on the bench all season long you lose a game and that's what they did in the fourth quarter at the in the post game interview, uh, and then full disclosure, I was not there. I watched it on TV. Uh, they Chauncey Billups was pissed, as mad as I've seen him all year. And frankly, I think that's a good sign. Let's talk about that to close the show. But first, I want to tell you that this show is brought to you by Bet Online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action, whatever the action might be: the NBA, the NHL, NFL. College football. We got col- we got college basketball rolling along for the men's and women's side. You can still get uh, one World Cup action as we wind down, and then other soccer action when things wind back up in Europe. Um, whatever it is, you're gonna find lines, props, odds, better and more and better than anywhere else. Plus, they got podcasts, they got articles that can make you a smarter, better with betting analysis and tips to help you win some money. So go take advantage today. That's Bet Online, where the game starts. Still a pass first point guard. I'm still Mike Richmond. You are still listening to Locked on Blazers. I think in general, post-game interviews are meaningless. Uh, not meaningless, like you can, but the podium stuff. You bring someone to the podium, you're, you're usually not going to tease out really, you know, one in every 17 games, you get a really meaningful moment. Post-game interviews, one-on-one, when you're talking to someone like a human and not transactional, it can be a lot better. Um, I've done the job of being a full-time reporter in the past. I don't want to poo-poo that altogether, but... Um, Typically, a coach gets up there and says, okay, blah, blah, blah. I thought we did this. You know, I like this, but I didn't like this, blah, 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 blah. Tonight was not one of those nights. Tonight was the night that Chauncey Billups was pissed. He was mad as heck, mad as heck. And I think it speaks to where Billups is with his team and the type of personality he is. And I, I, I read it as a good sign. 
um, after the game, you know, Billups is saying like we didn't we didn't play well. Um, I didn't like whatever. Uh, Casey Holdall of Trailblazers.com asks him about what do you think about the final uh, possession with 0.9 seconds left. He said we turned the ball over. Like, what do you want me to say? I can't have I can't say oh well it happens. Like we turned the ball over. It's unacceptable. It's it's bad. And then he got like a softball question lobbed at him about like Yusuf Nurkic. You, he played his best game of the season. I know it's like hard to feel good about that. And Chauncey Bill said I don't give an s about that twice. He said I do not care about that s. Um, the S stands for shoot. He said, I don't, I don't care about that shoot. Um, twice he mentioned that he doesn't care about that shoot. And, uh, he, it was a telling moment because Chauncey Billups is typically, it's not that he's like not fiery. I actually think Chauncey Billups is a great quote, uh, pregame, like pregame is just incredibly valuable with Billups. He gives gold, like he spins gold. And after good games, like he's, he is a great quote, um, insightful and all of those things, right? Like, Talking about the game, he usually gives platitudes, but if you ask him about little specific things, he's really good. Um, it, particularly pregame, postgame is not great, but pregame, like storytelling and all of those things, he's, he's, he's a great quote in those settings. Uh, practice, great quote in those settings, right? Postgame is typically transactional, like, uh, I liked that we rebounded the ball well type of stuff. But um, the, the frustration from him and the willingness to say, we didn't get it done struck me as meaningful. Uh, you know, I'm, I watch this game in my living room. Um, Damon Lowe's burning down the nets. I'm having fun. I'm like, wow, Damon's a joy. I'm glad I get to watch him all the time. Uh, and then it's like, okay, one stop. And and when and when Murray gets that, you know, gets gets Jeremy Grant on the left side and goes starts going through his legs and starts to cook and you know he's going to, you know he's going to take a, a step back jumper at that point. You know he's going to try to win the game. My, my thought when it went in was like, dang bummer. Like it happens, like make or miss league. Like what a cruel sport basketball can be when it becomes a, when it's a one possession game. Like it's just, you're, you're at the mercy of some dude's wrist. Like he'll just snap it. Maybe it'll go in. Uh, like it's, that was my thinking in the living room. Right. And then it's like 0.9 seconds left. They're not going to get a good shot off. They turn it over. He'd like them to get something. And I think they just didn't like Dame didn't do anything on the play. He started at the three point line. He ran out to the hash mark. Like they didn't put Dame in an advantageous situation. The pass from, uh, from Winslow was like throwing it into Nurk in the paint. It was weird. The whole play, the whole play was weird. I don't, I'd have to, I only watched it one time and I couldn't figure out what they wanted to do. Um, I'll, I'll probably watch it a couple times. Maybe we'll talk about it next week's show, or maybe I'll just keep it in the vault. Um, but like, it's, it's that 0.9 seconds play for me. I'm like, eh, they're not going to get anything, but you turn the ball over. And it's like, dang, that's a little frustrating, but I'm sitting in the living room. Like, mm, whatever, Jamal Murray made a tough shot. What are you going to do? And yeah, 0.9 seconds left. Sometimes it's, it's like that. Chauncey Billups did. He, he's, he called it terrible, terrible. He used that word about four times that it was terrible, terrible defense. And one thing he was really mad about was giving up a three-pointer to, to Jamal Murray. And I thought that was telling because sometimes coaches are just like, yeah, what are you going to do? And then they'll be mad at their players in private. But Billups was mad in public and saying like, basically like, that's bad defense, Jeremy Grant. Like that's bad defense. You have to get him off the three-point line. You cannot let him attempt a three-pointer. You you don't give up an and one, so you don't foul, but you like, you got to get him inside the arc. You have to, you have to get close enough to get him inside the arc, not let him take even a tough shot, but a rhythm three. Um, he's a, you know, Jamal Murray's a bad shot maker, bad shot taker, and he made a bad shot um, it's that, or made a difficult shot, challenging shot. But like Billups, 
Billups was mad that they let him attempt a three pointer. And Billups was mad that they didn't get that they didn't execute down in the final 0.9 seconds to at least give themselves a chance to win. He was mad with them giving the game away in the final nine seconds in a way that I came away with without that reaction. I came away like, yeah, bummer. But I'm not an NBA coach. It's a little bit different. Um, we have a little bit different roles. I don't know if you you all know that that I'm a podcaster in my basement and Charlie Billups is a well compensated NBA coach. Part of me thinks Billups is mad at himself there because the guys didn't get there. And part of me thinks Billups knows that this was a winnable game. The margins in the West are incredibly thin. And that the reason that you are in the play-in at 7th and out of the play-in at 6th or have home court advantage at 4 or out of home court advantage at 5 or are playing multiple play-in games as the eight, as the 9 or 10 seed or avoiding that and being a you know, 7 or 8 seed and giving yourselves a much better path forward to the postseason is, is going to come down to one game. It's going to come down to one second. It's going to come down to, to 9 seconds of defense against Jamal Murray in December. Like, in general, there's too many NBA regular season games and you can throw 15 of them out. But against the Nuggets, up 10, entering the fourth quarter, leading with under under 10 seconds left, one stop away from victory, and you still get the ball back with a chance. Like, they didn't lose the game, like I said in the second segment. They didn't lose a game in this these final sequence. But Billups was mad about the lack of execution, the lack of sharpness, and allowing the Nuggets to get what they wanted. They wanted a look to win the game. They got the look to win the game. I don't know if he's so mad about it going in, but he's mad about the, the process. For him, the process was bad because the process cannot be allowing to someone to shoot a three-pointer. He wanted... He wanted Jeremy Grant to be all over him. And I have two thoughts about that, and I'll close the show with these. One, uh, I'd be curious sort of what Grant felt about those um, that sequence and wh- how, in what way that was communicated to, to him. Two, two, if you tell your team to, you have a foul to give, Jeremy Grant's all over him and fouling him, and then you can reset. Players play, coaches coach. There are so few, of the, you know, whatever, 1,200 decisions that are made during an NBA game. 1,190 of them are made by players. Like, coaches make so few things. Telling your guys to foul, telling your guys to take a foul under the final 10 seconds is a coaching issue. All of the other stuff, the inbounds pass, the execution on the, on the thing, on the on the inbounds play, the, um, the, the, the not running Murray off the line, all of those things that, you know, the not grabbing rebounds, right? Like, they got crushed in the offensive glass tonight. Chauncey Billups can't rebound, right? Uh, Chauncey Billups also is not going to score 11 points in the final two and a half minutes like Damian Lillard. But, you know, uh, the Nuggets grabbed 16 offensive boards. Like, they were... that That's a player thing, right? Like, they, they, they crushed with 22 second chance points to nine, right? Plus 13 second chance points. That's a player thing. Like, that's, that's, a, that's a dudes on the court thing. Not fouling under eight seconds is a coaching thing. So like, to me, there's all these little things that go into it that are definitely you point at the players. Uh, Josh Hart falls out of bounds. That's whatever it is. Every time he just had a bad shooting night. Uh, Jeremy Grant wasn't close enough on that contest or wasn't, didn't get deep enough in his initial contest of, of Jamal Murray to not let him take a three pointer, right? Like if you come out with your heels on the three point line or your heels above the three point line, Murray's got to either blow past you into space and tie the game and send it to overtime or what, or what have you, right? Like that, that's a player's thing, not fouling and not communicating to foul. That's a coaching thing. It's, it's, it all goes into it, but, um, I don't even think it's like equal blame. I don't, I don't think that 
Billups deserves a little bit of blame and should take some accountability for it. And the players need to be better. And the margins for this whole season for every team in the West, and particularly a team like the Blazers, are really thin, really thin. In those final nine seconds and those first five minutes of the fourth quarter, you saw how thin the margins can be. You spoil a vintage Dame night. You spoil a wonderful use of Nurkic night. And in a game that you should have and could have won, you find yourself just on a deflating, difficult loss. Bummer. Bummer. They'll play again Saturday against the Minnesota Timberwolves at home, and then again Monday against the Timberwolves at home. I will have a recap of that Saturday show uh, in your feeds on Sunday afternoon because it is, after all, a daily daily podcast about the Portland Trailblazers, five days a week, coming at you every single weekday, Monday through Friday, uh, wherever you get podcasts and also on YouTube. Tell your friends about it. Like, if you're listening, you if you listen to a half hour of Blazer podcasting after this game, Tell your friends, like, do me a favor. You enjoy it. Tell your friends that you enjoy it. Share it with them so they can check it out. I appreciate you listening. I'll talk to you soon.